We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Support for this podcast comes from U.S. Bank. When it's time for a new credit card, the best ones do way more than just buy stuff. And that's why U.S. Bank offers credit cards that make every day more rewarding. Earn cash back. Score points when you shop, dine out, travel, or binge watch. Or get a low intro APR. U.S. Bank credit cards were designed to fit your lifestyle. So make every day more rewarding. And check out usbank.com slash credit card. U.S. Bank credit cards are issued by U.S. Bank National Association N.D. Some restrictions may apply. Member FDIC. Hey, hey, everybody. What up? It's me, Joey P. Joe Pizapia, and this is the Rotowire DFS podcast sponsored by FanDuel. I am your host today, hashtag Solo Joe, and that's because it's not the biggest slate in the world, but it doesn't make it any less important just because it's a Thursday. Yeah, I know your mind is on NFL, but there's MLB out there, and if you're also a new FanDuel user and you're looking to get involved a little bit over on the baseball side, well, this is a fun time, but here's the thing. You don't want to fly blind. This time of year, there's a lot of new money on the sites. A lot of people starting to get into contests and saying, oh, I'll play a couple bucks here in MLB, but they won't have any idea what you're doing. But you, you, my friends, you will have an advantage. That's right. I'm going to help you out today. Let's start off with the day slate, day only right now. Look, only three games. You got the Mets at Cincinnati. You've got Texas and Houston, and you got the White Sox in Minnesota. This is easy for me. I'm playing cash games with Jacob deGrom. Yes, I know. It's chalky. Yes, it's not very exciting. But look, that's what you do. And the reason why today actually you might be able to do it a little bit better than most days is because there might be people out there trying to get uh, fancy. You know, some of the new money on there playing Major League Baseball DFS for the first time, they're going to get a little fancy from time to time. And they're going to say, oh, well, maybe I can, you know, go down here and maybe I'll get a good start from Cologne and I'll buy all these bats and all that stuff. And they don't realize how it really works. They don't realize how the world runs and in cash games it runs through the big picture and you do your best with the rest of the offense off to that. So you've got Jacob DeGrom out there. I know Cincinnati's a tough ballpark. Now, Colin McHugh is also in play. Colin McHugh is absolutely in play. He's been a very good pitcher. I'd say it's more of a GPP play if you want to play that today. He's going against Nick Martinez. The last start, a very good one at Anaheim. He had eight strikeouts in that one. He's got back-to-back quality starts. McHugh dealing with injuries in the first half of the year. Seems to be riding the ship, getting into a good situation here. So McHugh's where I'd go. Now, as far as stacks against, look, you got lots of choices. Now, the best ballpark factor obviously would be 
the Mets and Cincinnati. But if we're going with DeGrom, that's going to kind of, you know, cut our nose to spite our face. So we don't want to do that. Now, there's not a whole lot of Mets to write home about right now this time of year. In fact, there's not a lot of whole Mets out there that uh, started with the team this year. But I would say if you want to go hard here, go Houston offense hard. That's the stack I would go with and go with McHugh as well. That, to me, is the best case scenario. If you want to get some shares uh, against Bartolo Colon of the White Sox, that is also doable as well. Let's go over now and let's focus on the night slate because that's got more games. That's where the meat is. The day slate's like potatoes. This is the meat, okay? All right, so Madison Bumgarner top of the board at 9,800. Still... A slight discount for Bumgarner. It's at home. It's a great spot for him. He's got 40 points combined his last... He's not combined. Excuse me. 40 points average his last two starts. That's 40 the last time out against Arizona and Philadelphia. Uh, Bumgarner, another guy. First half injury. Finally gotten on track. Looking like the Bumgarner that we know, that we love. And I think a 98 is actually very reasonable. You know, anybody under that double-digit threshold is in good shape. Anybody under 10K, that's something you can definitely roll with, and I think Bumgarner tonight is the way to go for sure. Now, Gio Gonzalez at Milwaukee, yes, I know he's been good, but to me, I'm looking right now, and I'm saying to myself, for $500 more, I'd rather pay up and get Bumgarner. I'm not saying Gio can't be the guy. Gio's been very consistent. He's got six straight quality starts. I get it. If you want to go GPPs, if you find offensive value, okay, but I'll tell you what, for GPPs tonight, I think Hendricks is a better option. This is another guy we talked about, Arietta on the podcast a couple days ago and how much better he's been in the second half. Kyle Hendricks, last couple starts, has been better as well. Strikeout rate going back up to where you'd prefer it to be. He's got three straight quality starts. He's got a very good matchup here uh, against the Atlanta Braves and Sean Newcomb. Sean Newcomb's going to be limited. He's probably only a five-inning starter, so the chances for Hendricks' win capability goes way up. That's something to keep in mind. Now, if you want the oppo play of the day, Zach Davies against the Nationals is in play. So is Eduardo Rodriguez against the Yankees. Lefties in Yankee Stadium, usually pretty good. He's going against Sabathia. Now, here's the thing about Sabathia. Yeah, some of the numbers look pretty decent, but at home this year, he has not been good. So that ERA has not been, you know, what you would expect. Therefore, you can go against him. The bottom half of this grouping, not good. Okay, just not good. You got Ben Lively out there, doesn't strike out anybody. That's not going to work. We've got a Desponge over there for the Philly-Miami game. That's not going to work either. Newcomb, as I mentioned earlier, is very inefficient. And that leaves Marco Estrada kind of in the middle. Eh, Estrada, for me, you know, a couple years now in Toronto, been very good. This year, not good. Now, I understand the last two starts have been better, but that is not enough to turn me around on Estrada. I just can't get there. There is no way I'm going to do that. So for me tonight, I'm going to go Hendricks in GPP. I'm going to go Madison Bumgarner. If I'm really feeling crazy with some oppo lineups, maybe Zach Davies against the Nationals. That's the way you might be able to separate yourselves. Uh, Other than that, don't get too fancy. Eduardo Rodriguez, yeah, maybe. Again, that's multiple lineups only. If you're doing single entry GPP tonight, I think it's Hendricks. All right, let's go to top of the board. Gary Sanchez, 3,700. Yadier Molina, 32. Those are kind of the big price catchers. You also got Wellington Castillo in the middle. Now, as long as weather is good in Baltimore, I think Castillo is 33 is actually a pretty good value there against Marco Estrada, who's given up a lot of runs this year. Uh, Buster Posey dealing with a thumb injury, so I like to stay away from guys dealing with injuries. You know, it's just not enough to get excited about. Uh, the Philly catcher situation is one that I have been all about. If it's Alfaro, if it's Rupp, they've both been around 26 and under. They're both there tonight. I think you can go that route and be very safe as well. Let's go to first base, take a look at that board. You got Rizzo, top of the board here against Newcomb at 47. A good play. Freeman against Hendricks. 
I know it's a good matchup. If you're looking for a little bit of strange in your GPP, you can throw Freeman in there in the one-off because of the lefty-righty matchup with Hendricks. But there's other people out there. I think Chris Davis at 3,700 is in play tonight. I also think Ryan Zimmerman's in play as well in that ballpark in Milwaukee. That's always friendly. Plus, you got Hanley Ramirez at 31 now. Hanley, not the greatest season in the world, but I will say this about Hanley Ramirez. He's one of those guys that he'll show up when you least expect it, and that's kind of the Hanley Ramirez M.O., it's a favorable home run ballpark. Sabathia is a guy I think can give up home runs. Right now, Hanley Ramirez seeing the ball well. He's got two home runs in his last two games. He's got two walks over the last four, so walking better. He's also got a couple multi-hit games over the last couple games too. So Hanley Ramirez slowly heating up a little bit here as we pull in and out of August and into September. So for me, I'm looking at him in Yankee Stadium, 3,100. Lock it up. I think that's a great spot in cash games. I think the cost is enough in GPP where you could also put him on there, and life is good. Let's go to the other side of the diamond, third base. You've got Chris Bryant at 43, Manny Machado at 42, Anthony Rendon at 36. Those are the top of the board. I like Machado uh, a lot more than Bryant in this one just because ballpark factor I think is going to be very strong for him against um, uh, against the uh, aforementioned Marco Estrada. When you've got Machado here, another guy seeing the ball well. He had a multi-home run game a couple games ago, three hits the night before. So Machado kind of dusting off that bad first half where everybody knew eventually it would turn around. Now on the other side of that game, you got Josh Donaldson against Jeremy Hellickson. Not a terrible play, but more of a GPP one. Manny Machado is your cash game guy if you can afford to pay up and save other places. If not, if you need a little bit more cost savings, if Devers is in the lineup against CC Sabathia, that's the way you can go. I wish Shaw wasn't dealing with a foot injury. Otherwise, that would be a lock too. If he's in the lineup and everything seems good, then that is another way you can go. But right now, I think you're better off paying up for third base. There's not a whole lot of options here. You know, a guy like Jerko is not available to you. I don't think Phillips is a very good price. Anthony Rendon is kind of that safe middle. If you're looking for a cash game fade off of the top guy in terms of Machado tonight, uh, I think Anthony Rendon is a perfectly good one. He's probably even a more solid cash game return on investment if you're going to have to pay off for Bumgarner. So Rendon at 36, Machado, if you want to pay a little bit more for a little bit of ceiling, that'll play. Uh, And outside of that, well, we'll have to just continue on to second base. Jonathan Scope also in play. Can you tell I like Baltimore tonight? Because I do. 3,900, very expensive, but worth it. Uh, D. Gordon, a guy that I normally wouldn't recommend, but against the right-handed pitcher Lively, I think that there's going to be opportunity for him to steal some bases. He's got three steals over his last six games. He's got a multi-hit game in each of his last four contests. So D. Gordon, red hot right now. I would roll with that for 3,500 if you can't afford scope. Daniel Murphy at 35 also in play if you're looking for some power upside in GPPs. But I think D. Gordon in cash game will absolutely play today and be perfectly fine. Outside of that, because it's not the biggest slate in the world, it does get a little dim, a little quicker. Uh, Castro, eh, 29, I think that's really a dart throw, but one that could pay off because he's historically been a much better hitter in New York than on the road since he's become a Yankee. All right, let's go to shortstop. Hey, kids, guess who's back in town? It's Trey Turner. Yeah, that's right, that Trey Turner. Hooray, exciting. Guess what? Trey Turner came back in the last two games, and he got 12 points in each one of them. So for 4K, yeah, it's a good investment. I think it's going to be tough to add him into this lineup tonight. 
You do have some other options here in Beckham, who's also been outstanding since he's become a Baltimore Oriole in that Baltimore stack. I'm stacking Baltimore, and I'm stacking Baltimore hard. I don't care if it's chalky. It's going to work, and you know we can find some value in the outfield to afford some of these infielders we discussed. Xander Bogarts at 33. I have to say against a lefty, Sabathia, I love this play. To me, he's my favorite shortstop play. Two stolen bases last night. He had a double in that game as well. A guy that's really starting to turn it on. I think at 33, Bogarts is a safer play. Let Trey Turner continue to get a little bit more worked in. You know, he's been missing a lot of time. I know it's been good. He's put up points on the way back. I get it. But Bogarts, to me, is the better investment. Save $700 and spread it around the lineup. Didi Gregorius also in play at 3K. I think that's more of a GPP play. You could probably work him into cash games as well at that salary, depending on how you want to flip-flop things around. And the rest of shortstop, eh, you can have him. I don't want him. Those are the guys I want. Normally, Brandon Crawford's another guy I would throw in there. Waka, you know, every now and then Waka has a decent outing, so I think that's enough that I would probably stay away from it. All right. Over 2.5 million players have won cash prizes playing on FanDuel, so take this advantage of our special offer for new users. Sign up today at FanDuel.com slash RotoWire. And you'll get a free six-month RotoWire subscription plus free entry into the NFL Sunday Million, which offers more than one million in cash prizes. With your first deposit on FanDuel, just visit FanDuel.com slash RotoWire. Void. Where. Prohibited. All right. On to the outfield, kids. Giancarlo Stanton at 5,200. My goodness. Look, I can't say don't pay for it because... He's been a pretty darn good return. I mean, he's been a guy even at 5K some of these nights where he's going, oh, I don't know, 10 times value. But I don't think it's a smart way to go all the time. It's one of those spots where if you can fit it in, great. And if you want to start with him in your lineup and see what kind of pitch you end up with, I think that's a perfectly good way if you really want to get him in there. He's at home in Miami. He's got Ben Lively on the mound. Probably not long for that game. Five innings somewhere in that change, which means you're going to get into that Philly bullpen, which means good things for Giancarlo Stanton. So it's a night where it's worth speculating, seeing if you can work him into a responsible lineup. If you can't, no worries, because Reese Hoskins on the other end of that game at 46, been red hot since he's come up. Uh, There's plenty of other guys you can get involved into. Mookie Betts at 39 is a terrific value. If you want to pay up for one of these outfielders, I think he's a safe three times value guy, even at that salary, I would not be concerned at all. Benatendi, not as exciting uh, against that lefty-lefty matchup, even though Sabathia has not been great. So Boston and Baltimore, those are my two stacks tonight that I like the most in terms of their ability to hit some home runs and score some runs in tonight's contest. As you continue to go down the line here, you got Domingo Santana at home against the lefty Gio Gonzalez. Gio's pitched well as much as I love Domingo. I think I'm going to leave him alone there. If you're looking to save some money on the other end, hey, Joey Bats at 3K, it's a GPP play. Is it a great one? Maybe, because you know Joey Bats has the power and you know uh, Jeremy Hellickson is, is going to be, let's just say, user-friendly. I think that's the best way to describe him. All right, Keon Broxton at 26. That's another guy, another lefty-righty matchup. I would leave him alone. I know it's tempting. I know there's some speed there. I know people, everybody saw the highlight catch. No, no thank you. Don't want it. Don't want anything to do with it. As you continue to go down here, there's not a lot of great under 3,500 bats in the outfield. Normally, this is where we make up ground. Tonight, not so much. 
It's the Pilars. It's the Jason Haywards. Uh, it's even a guy like Matt Kemp. But I don't love the matchups. I don't love the ballparks. And I don't love the pricing here either. So for me, I'm paying up for outfield. I'm going to save a little bit with some of the guys we talked about in the infield at second base, at third base, at shortstop. Even at first base, there were some good values there as well. You can make this work tonight. So don't be intimidated. Figure it out. Go in there. Crush it. And like I said, the thing to remember this time of year, all right, as you turn the page into September as you play DFS, new people on the site, first-time players, a lot of first-time players, okay? The first-time players are going to be... I don't want to say dead money, but they're not going to be as educated as people playing all year. So if you've hit a bad stretch, I would say September's a month where you can make some of that back. Play the cash games. Be smart. Make good investments. Don't start getting cute. Don't start thinking, well, you know, maybe I won't use Bumgarner tonight because, well, I might be able to. No. See, that's where you're going to go wrong. That's where things are going to get wacky for you. The best advice I can give you this time of year, get back on the cash game wagon don't get cute. Have discipline. The discipline to play the cash games, to play your bankroll specifically and appropriately and be disciplined is going to win you more cash than trying to be fancy and cute this time of year. Now, you might have been fancy and cute and done well. Maybe some GPPs worked out. Maybe even some cash games that's worked out for you this season in Major League Baseball. But there's a lot of fresh people on the site. There's a lot of people who don't know what they're doing. There's a lot of people that are going to start every lineup with Giancarlo Stanton and just take whatever pitcher's on there. There are going to be a lot of people that just try to go for big names that aren't going to pay attention to splits, aren't going to pay attention to ballpark factor, aren't going to pay attention to the things that have made you a successful DFS player at this point in the season. Now, when we turn the page to NFL, which is going to be happening next week, we're going to have a lot of that for you on Roto-Wire, so you're going to want to stay tuned with all of that. I still will be here for you every Monday and every Friday with podcasts recapping the NFL DFS world from the weekend, also previewing the Monday-Thursday games. That's going to be a good podcast. And then we've got Friday Roto-Wire NFL podcast for DFS with myself and John McKechnie. So you're going to get a double dose of me and Johnny McKex every Friday, a baseball podcast and an NFL DFS podcast. My goodness. What a lucky Rotowire subscriber you are. My goodness, does it get better than that? But look, it's my favorite time of year. NFL DFS is coming, and it is the best marriage of sport and fantasy style. There's nothing better than every week being able to start fresh in the NFL. Get out there, play NFL DFS. If you get a guy that gets hurt, uh, it's a bad week, you move on. Not like those season-long leagues where you have to worry about all the injuries, worry about the fab, worrying about where's my team going to go, worrying about having a great week and not getting paid for it. Nope, that's not what NFL DFS is, and that's why it is my absolute favorite, and I am super excited to get to it. So again, that schedule is going to be Mondays. We're going to have the recap of the weekend NFL DFS podcast, Monday through Thursday slate. That mini slate there we're going to take care of. Then on Fridays, we're going to do the big, giant, blowout weekend NFL DFS action spectacular with myself and John McKechnie. So stay tuned for that. That's all happening starting next week because we got NFL coming, baby, and it's going to be a good time. So you can follow me on Twitter at JoePizzaPia17, and you can follow us at Rotowire. And for everybody here at Rotowire, have a great night of Daily Fantasy.